we actually need immigrant populations to help balance things out. We can't continue to fund Social Security, Medicare, all of this stuff without immigrants. And it's always been that way. Don't act like this some new trend or anything like that. AOC says if Americans won't have babies, illegal immigrants will. After all, people say that migrants come here to do the jobs that Americans won't. Apparently, having babies is now one of those jobs. But wait a second. I want to go back to what you just said there. AOC wants more migrants to come here and have babies. But why are we having babies at all? I thought she told us not to have kids because of climate change. AOC needs a good smack. And I think I'm just the girl to give it to her. <laughs> hey, I, I really I'd, do. I'd pay to see that. Uh, I would pay to see that. We need people, well, in a sense, she's right, because we need more workers to contribute into the Social Security and our social system because we're just writing checks that our kids and grandkids aren't going to be able to cash later on. Just saying. It's someone, as someone who's on the verge of getting his own social security at some point well the the sad reality is a lot of these people are coming and having babies and they're not registered at all right i mean that's the well that's the thing well joe's gonna wave that magic wand you know just like and he give did him a path to citizenship yeah just like he you know why do you play this stuff first thing in the morning well, you know well, look, i don't want to talk about this first look thing what in the he morning did with elton john oh, he said that aids the reason we're spending $6 billion a month, which somebody needs to check those numbers, was all Elton John's fault. We're going to have some audio. There's a little bit of repercussion from that whole deal. Oh, wow. Yeah. People oh, you are. Mean some, well, somebody finally said something? Well, they're zooming on an Elton John's expression when he said that. Oh, well, yeah, I did that. <laughs> or his eyes were like really wide going, I'm sorry, excuse me? <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Well, it's Tuesday, it and it's is. Come to the Table Tuesday. Yes. We're asking you to come to the table today with us. Not a moment too soon. Uh, please send in your information to us, uh, your your name, uh, where you are, mm-hmm. and your email, and we'll get you in the running. Uh, now, it, this is brought to you by Honey Baked Ham on Candler's Mountain Road, so you'd have to uh, make sure you can get to Candler's Mountain Road and pick up those up to 10 box lunches, because mm-hmm. we have folks that listen all over. Yeah. Uh, and then Harvest Baptist Church, where they remind you it is time to be kind and we're trying to do that yes Picking here's on the your president thought of the day for this tuesday <laughs> all right may your day be filled with good thoughts kind people and happy moments and you started your day with us to get all three or well, four or five however many are in with there the exception <laughs> of that aoc thing uh, <laughs> Other than that, we're good. That's right. Uh, here's our text number, 434-248-0704. Uh, please text and play along with our Mind Jam trivia. In 1962, Rachel Carson published Silent Spring about the negative impacts of pesticides used in the United States on the environment. Mm-hmm. Thanks to pesticides, we now have what's called the Dirty Dozen and the yep. Clean 15. We want to know if you know what produce is at the top of the Dirty Dozen with the most pesticides when not purchased organically. Yes. So you got the dirty dozen, mm-hmm. and those are the things that you should buy it's a good movie. organic, mm-hmm. organically. And mm-hmm. then you've got the clean 15, which are okay to buy just regular because pesticides don't impact them so much. So 
there you go. So what is that? We want to know if you know what that is. Hmm. Uh, on this day in history, in addition to the publishing of Silent Spring, we also have 1973, uh, this single released by Barbara Streisand. It was the Billboard Song of the Year in 1974. Ah, yes, when I had more hair and it wasn't so gray. <laughs> a nice song it is well we'll just let her finish out and go to the next one i thought the name of it was memories for the well yeah time. so did i mm-hmm. yeah but it's not it's the way we were it's a great song when you put a video montage together of someone who's maybe passed mm-hmm. or you know a, a relationship that's gone bad right yeah <laughs> which Plenty i think is out there more like the movie uh and then in 1982 <laughs> speaking of movies the filming yeah. begins on Never Say Never Again with Sean Connery playing James Bond for the final time. My name is Bond, James Bond. Could be risky, but I'm going to need your help. What do you want me to do? I'm going to kiss you. I want you to respond as if you liked it. Okay. I'm doing this for two very good reasons. Yes. One, because I'm hoping to provoke a reaction. Yeah. And the other one? Because I always want it. Because I always wanted to. Hey, that's the old 60s version of Barry White music right there. (laughs) I guess so. I guess so. And that was in 82. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Well, Barry was up and coming at that time. Oh, all right. I got you. Uh, Well, if it's your birthday today, happy birthday to you from all of us. You share it with Gwyneth Paltrow. She turns 50 years old. (gasps) Wait a minute. Madam, I am here. What is your will? This is the matter. I have a wither, cold wind. Country singer Gwyneth. Longer summers without a drop. Sounds pretty decent. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, she did okay. She's turning 50 today. To be married. It is an honor that I dream not of. Yes. <laughs> it's an honor that she dreams not, not of. of. All right. All right. A singer Avril Lavigne turns. No. How do you say her last name? Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's Lavigne. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it's spelled Lavigne. Uh, she turns 38. <laughs> oh, all three letters at the end are silent. It's complicated. Why? I don't know why. It's just what you do. Uh, Singer-guitarist Randy Bachman of Bachman Turner Overdrive, he is 79. Had a stuttering issue there. Roll down that highway. highway, 
Bachman Turner Overdrive, 79 years old today, Randy Bachman. Singer guitarist Stephen Jenkins of Third Eye Blind also having a birthday today. He turns 58. It's a feel good song. It is. I have no idea what he's saying. I don't either. Doesn't matter. That's right. He could be talking about, you know, mass murder. And I'm bopping down the highway. Speaking of mass murder, in the eight o'clock hour today, Brianna Miller from Shockingly Wicked Podcast. Yeah. Coming in to talk about ketchup, blood, and Valentine's Day. Oh. That's the podcast I chose to listen to yesterday. Okay. Interesting. I love me some true crime. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then we have, back to our birthday, singer Brad Arnold of Three Doors Down. He is 44. I, I didn't see it. Yeah, well, you missed a big one today, buddy. I had to buddy. turn my mic down because she's jacked up over here. Over well, this this guy, his birthday's today. Right. He's turning 64. When I was little, a little Janet, and I was in like fourth grade, fifth grade maybe. Right, right, right. Um, he was on my wall. I had his picture on my wall. Sean Cassidy, 64 today. Turn up my computer, friend. I got some... I didn't want to play that one. I wanted to play mine. <laughs> well, this is the one that made him kind of famous, isn't it? Okay, here's Janet's choice. Uh, hear the screaming? That's Janet in the background. Yeah. He had more than one hit. Okay, yeah. You don't remember that one? Uh, David Cass, I wasn't a, I didn't have his poster. I had Farrah Fawcett and Rock That's Welch's rock and poster. roll. Yeah, it is. I'm I sure. mean, he was he wasn't his brother, but right. You know. Yeah, that's a, that's a hard act to follow, David Cassidy. I had a friend who had Gaga. a who had a picture of Sean Cassidy on her wall, and her mom came and ripped off the bottom part. No. Well, because his pants were really tight. Oh my gosh. Uh, like his pants were really, really tight. Okay, okay, I get it. So, mom did not think it. Of course, the interesting thing was we were so young, we didn't pay attention to that until she ripped the bottom off the poster. Then we had to go find the poster to figure out why she ripped the poster. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. yeah Holy you, cow. You got to be careful about that, mom. Yeah, Sometimes you'll draw more attention. Absolutely. Yeah, we were Sounds looking like at his beautiful hair and his beautiful face. She was taking care of business. Huh? <laughs> Randy Bachman, get it? Oh, anyway, Lordy. on this day. 1962, it's our Mind Jam trivia. Rachel Carson published Silent Spring about the negative impact of pesticides in the U.S. and on the environment. Thanks to pesticides, we now have what we call the Dirty Dozen and the Clean 15. We want to know if you know what produce is at the top of the Dirty Dozen with the most pesticides on it when not purchased organically. All right. So far, we have had guests celery, uh, spinach or greens, Mm -hmm. berries, Okay. Uh, and then more specifically, strawberries. Okay. We'll have that answer. And we'll tell you more about the Dirty Dozen and the Clean 15, because you should know about that when we come back. It's 617 here on our Come to the Table Tuesday. You found the right, right choice. 
It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam. Taking care of business. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Hey, farmer, farmer, put away the DDT now. Give me spots on my apples, or leave me the birds and the bees. Please. Love her. Hate her politics, but love her songs. Yeah, well. I can get beyond. I can get beyond these dummies' politics to yeah. enjoy their music. I well, really can't. Some, sometimes, unless they, you know, punish their fans who've paid money to see them, oh, yeah, like, like Bruce, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, that was absolutely and wrong. And it's like, you know what? Too far. Yeah, too, too far. Too far, dude. Uh, but the reason he played that, of course, is because we're talking about the Dirty Dozen and the Clean 15. Because on this day in history, the book Silent Spring was published in 1962 yeah. it was really the first time somebody stepped up a biologist stepped up and said look guys spraying these pesticides yeah. is a dangerous thing sure probably took a lot of heat too yeah i'm sure she did the, especially at the time the pesticides lobby probably went after them well and then you got to remember especially those early pesticides they've been used as nerve agents mm. and you mm. know why 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 are we doing this yeah um so we ask you what is the number one on the list of the dirty dozen the dirty dozen is a list of uh fruits and veg Mm -hmm. that has detectable pesticide residues right um and the top of the list we did have someone guess it it's strawberries yeah and when we talked about this yesterday it made sense because strawberries has that kind of a porous you know skin to it it would seem well, like it would absorb and it's easier. right i mean they're right there on the top when you're true, spraying true and, yeah it's not uh, in the ground right yeah. exactly like a potato so the the 2022 dirty dozen list mm-hmm. um is strawberry spinach kale collard and mustard greens nectarines apples grapes bell and hot peppers cherries peaches pears celery and tomatoes okay all right uh now your clean 15 your clean 15 are those that you really don't need to worry about uh so much organic things uh and we've talked about potatoes and and things like that uh avocados sweet corn Mm -hmm. pineapple onions papaya sweet peas even frozen peas Mm -hmm. asparagus honeydew melon kiwi cabbage mushrooms cantaloupe mangoes watermelons and sweet potatoes okay so there you go yeah now you know now you know what you the need rest to... of the story. Exactly. That's <laughs> right. Uh, we've got a lot of headlines to cover for you this morning. Some of the things we're going to be talking about includes Manchin apparently burning all of his bridges. I know. I'm, I'm burning them on this side of the aisle. I'm burning them on that side of the aisle. Uh, this I was... think his only friend is the other Joe. And then he'll call them in and say, well, the reason we did this is because we're spending $20 billion a a month over there in West Virginia on AIDS research. Maybe not. (laughs) Uh, Republicans are finally sounding the alarm over some Chinese farmland purchased (laughs) near a North Dakota airbase. How long have we been talking about that on the show? Yeah, they're buying it up like nobody's business. Like months and months we've been talking about that. And I've shared the story when I went through Vancouver. They own Vancouver. I mean, yeah. there's whole sections. And, and the people that grew up, he was our bus driver after one of the cruises we were on. We had eight hours to kill. And he drove us all around. He says, this is the China part. And this is the expensive houses that 
Canadians used to own. Now they're owned by the Chinese. Mm. So there, yeah, there. Yeah, we're going to see more of that. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Uh, a Texas doctor caught poisoning IV bags. Huh? Kills a fellow physician and causes cardiac events and 11 others. Holy cow. And he's caught on film doing it. Oh, my god! I mean, gosh. this is very That's sinister scary. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that guy needs to he's a, fry somewhere. Well, he's an anesthesiologist. I mean... Oh. He's you the talk, one that keeps you on the edge of the one, life and death when you go in for surgery. Yeah, I mean, you, oh think, you think you need to be researching your surgeon. You need to be researching oh, your yeah. anesthesiologist. Absolutely. Uh, a Chicago man wow. tries to rob a convenience store in Florida and realizes what you can get by with in, in Chicago, <laughs> right. you can get by with in Florida. So that's going to be a fun story to go over. Love it. Yep. Uh, an Iowa Democrat gets busted after lying about missing an emergency vote mm-hmm. due to COVID. Right. And uh, then she's seen vacationing in France on Instagram. Oh, France. Oh, it's not like I'm going to go to the Jason Tawali State. world or something. I'm going there. all the way around the world. Correct. Correct. Holy cow. And then I'm going to tell my constituents that that uh, I've got long COVID that I'm suffering with. Well, it is long COVID because she's a long way away well, from Iowa. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, we got uh, stories on the cost of canceling student debt. Okay. $400 billion I saw that. Over a decade. Mm-hmm. So that's not good. Uh, hey, are you excited about you, you got your uh, Hallmark movies coming? You and Carrie, dun, you're dun, all dun, about dun, it. Dun. Yeah. Christmas, I won't be watching. No, not going to be watching. I am going to find an alternative network. There are some out there. I'm a like little surprised by this ones. one. Uh, Hallmark Channel is making history with the first movie about a gay couple, and they say we are so excited. So excited. So, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, I don't know. Sorry, man. I mean, I see enough of it Kissing on ads, under the on billboards, and on TV. I don't want to see it in my Hallmark movies. Sorry. Yeah, Sorry. well, you, Hallmark was supposed to be the, you know, the family-friendly, the good, the good old family values kind mm-hmm. of thing, mm-hmm. but they're trying to rewrite what family values are, I guess. Yeah, well, they are. Anyway, uh, Blue City to hire uh, civilians during a, a crime shortage. We talked about this yesterday mm-hmm. um, as New Orleans is uh, is hiring. Yeah, they're just looking for bodies. Yeah. Not the dead ones on the street. They're looking for bodies to warm bodies to take care of, you know. Right. Um, law enforcement. Just stand there and look like a policeman. Tennessee looking at... Uh, Child gender transition legislation. Mm-hmm. What is that about? Well, this whole thing about Vanderbilt, the videos that were up there that have been scrubbed since, uh, because they were leading edge. Everybody was looking to Vanderbilt for guidance for guidance on how to do to get these transgender. And l- let me tell you, it's always about follow the money. It is big, big money, and and some of the videos were of how. Not only the money for the uh, original, you know, surgery, the maintaining of that person through the psychological and the medication, it's worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. So it's it's a money maker. And then uh, UFC President Dana White is mm-hmm. uh, kind of going after the media for attacking him during COVID. He said that um, his employees had to feed their families. Mm-hmm. And he said, nobody depends on the media for a paycheck. 
all they do is sit back and criticize. Right. Uh, he did an interview with Tucker Carlson that yep. he he just kind of laid it all bare mm-hmm. uh, there a little a little bit. And he's a Trump supporter too. He's taken some hits for that right. as well. Uh, and then we've got uh, the infamous whistleblower. We've got Snowden. Yeah. Who, uh, this one doesn't make it's any complex. sense to me. Uh, Edward Snowden says that his Russian citizenship provides a little stability for him and his family. Russia? Well, There's nothing stable about Russia well, right it, now. It, there isn't, but he can't come back here. So, I mean... He's he was a man without a country for how many years now? Well, uh, but at this point, he hasn't renounced his U.S. citizenship. No, and I don't know if he will. I mean, there's people in America that celebrate him because of the things that he exposed about the NSA and other parts of our government. And he wasn't even a really high-level person, but he exposed some things and put some things out. And I believe uh, the guy from... um, not Wikipedia, but uh, WikiLeaks. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't remember his name at the moment. I see his face. But anyway, I think they teamed up on some things that he was able to release. It was just, it's a real mixed bag with him. And and I, yeah, Russia's probably not the best country to associate and affiliate with right now. Especially if you're wanting privacy. He, yeah. uh, he, he tweeted, after years of separation from our parents, my wife and I have no desire to be separated from our sons. After two years of waiting and nearly 10 years of exile, a little stability will make a difference for my family. I pray for privacy for them and for all of us. Mm. I, I I don't think privacy is going to be the, the top priority well, for you in in Russia. I don't know if there's anywhere you can go and get true privacy Oh, anymore. I know. I know. True. WDBJ7 is on the way, and we'll have a look at that uh, forecast. We've got to keep an eye to the sky for Florida as well. And currently this morning, we have 50 degrees in Lynchburg, 49 in Danville, uh, 52 in Roanoke and Salem. We have 51 in Appomattox. I don't know if a check is worth more when it's like two feet by five feet, but Governor Yunkin handed one to a gentleman just yesterday, and it is his third quarter salary, and he's donating donating it to a veteran-run nonprofit, and he did that yesterday. It's a part of uh, his salary. Also, the second quarter went to a veteran-focused organization this year. Uh, The G3 Community uh, Services um, focus on mentoring people through science, technology, engineering, arts, mathematics, and uh, they do things for our vets to try to help them uh, move on. And uh, it's 43000 and something. I can't get, I think it's $43,750 he donated his salary uh, yesterday. Very cool. And I think that's good. It is good. Uh, well, the Appomattox County Sheriff's Office has a warning for you if you travel in that area after reports of a mask man coming up to people in their cars. Sheriff's Office uh, said that Virginia State Police called them around 1040 Sunday night to help respond to an incident of a man in a ski mask coming up to a car sitting at a red light at the intersection of Route 26 and Route 60. Hmm. Sheriff Donald Simpson said deputies got to the area just a few short minutes after the call but didn't find anyone fitting the description. 
They said, uh, if you see someone acting suspicious, do not interact with them or engage in any way. Don't allow them in your car. Don't stop to talk to them. Don't roll your window down. Just call 911 and we'll come check it out. Simpson said this is a rural part of the county. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you are driving in that area, just be aware and stay safe. I tell you, after yesterday's story about Walmart and then now this... You know, wait. Oh, I've got another story for you, too, after we do the local headlines. Okay. I've got a, there. there's a new trend called jugging. No, brother. That is uh, becoming quite popular that okay. we all need to be aware of. Okay. All right. We'll talk about that. In the meantime, two local restaurants are highlighted for Hispanic Heritage Month. Uh, it began uh, December 15th. It's been going for a little bit, and it'll go until October the 15th in the Commonwealth. Many activities have been taking place. Uh, it's one way that Virginia is honoring its Latino and Latinx. Uh, you know what? They're saying they're going to take away that term, by the way. I have a story about that. Anyways, what let's term? just say Latinx. Oh. Um, it's, uh, Virginia is honoring Latino Hispanic community by highlighting restaurants that serve Hispanic Latino cuisine. Two of them, one of them, you and I and our spouses love. Manny's Seafood is one. Soul and Mexican, and then Cuban Island. Woohoo, Stella! Stella. Oh, my thing from Leesburg. Uh-huh. Come in, to see me I all love the time. Stella. So uh, we're excited about Stella and her team being one of those two recognized for Hispanic Heritage Month. Way to go. And and to the other one as well, Manny's Seafood, Soul and Mexican. Well, we just don't, we just don't know. We, just we know don't know Stella them, but we know personally, Stella. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Danville Fire Department says they got a call on Sunday to an abandoned house on Harrison Street. When the firefighters arrived, the department say they saw a fire billowing from one of the windows. Uh, They say firefighters found a small fire in the front room of the house. They were able to extinguish it, but at this point, they believe someone set the home on fire. Mm. It was intentionally set, so the investigation is to find out who did that. The department is asking for help in the investigation, and uh, if you saw anything or if you have heard anything about this fire uh, that took place on Harrison Street, you're asked to contact local authorities. Okay. So I'm interested. Do you have that story you were talking about available um i do okay so basically and can we just tell them real quick if they weren't listening yesterday about the woman that was intimidated at walmart we had we had some reports yesterday of uh a woman who was at the wards road walmart yeah and there somebody was, in a truck there was a, a two men actually in a truck started out with one mm-hmm. um and they were just being really creepy they were smiling right. and staring and right. uh really weren't saying much mm-hmm. to her and then she left and did her shopping came back they were still there and uh, another one joined her standing joined the man. by the car yeah Amen. and they blocked her car with a buggy and it was just very strange behavior yeah she had the walmart employee come out with right her. right and then we've had uh, stories of that in front of target we mm-hmm. also had one at home depot right so you you need to be extra careful here's sure. something else that you need to be watching out for um it's the fastest growing crime in america police are saying and it's called jugging um jugging happens mostly at banks it can also happen anywhere you get a cash withdrawal so like Uh, if you get cash back at your grocery store or something like that Um, suspects follow customers back to their homes so they're more isolated Mm -hmm. and then they rob them 
Uh, Police say they're mainly seeing women, the elderly, and those who are petite or small in stature. Right. I'm safe. I should be pretty safe there. Uh, An estimated $590,000 has been stolen just in the Austin area. Wow. The following tips are available to avoid becoming a victim. They say take note of anyone that's hanging around uh, a lobby or a parking lot that does not appear occupied. Mm -hmm. Do not be distracted while you're making a financial transaction. Right. Stay off your phone. Mm -hmm. Take your earbuds out. Yep. Pay attention. Uh, Notice any vehicles that may be following you out of the parking lot. Make sure you're not being followed. Uh, Before leaving the counter after receiving cash, secure it in a different bag, not in like a zipper bag or a cash bag if you're making... Right. Deposit for a company or 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 a withdrawal. Right. Because you need cash cash to make make the day work. Yeah. Um, uh, Put it in a briefcase or a purse. Lock your car doors as soon as you get into your vehicle. Do not leave large amounts of money inside your vehicle. If you believe you've been followed by a financial... Uh, in, from a financial institution for any length of time, call 911 or drive to your nearest police station. Speak with security at your bank to see if they can assist you with large withdrawals or if they have any safety suggestions when withdrawing a significant amount of cash. Mm-hmm. You know, when I think about all the times that I was making deposits or I had, uh, and I didn't have to do it that often. Usually it was it was uh, our our office girl that did it Mm -hmm. but there were times that i would have several thousand dollars in the trunk of my car um when i did events when i would do special events and if you're if you're doing anything right um you need to be super super careful absolutely so very careful yeah all right, now we've got uh, Marty Mischens. Mischens coming up here very shortly. Coming up out of the break after your five and dine, we're going to talk to him. He's running for the uh, one of the seats, uh, city seats at large mm-hmm. for Lynchburg. We're going to talk to Marty about some of the things coming up. And the voting has already started. It's already began. It's already began. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, you got to you got to pay attention. But this this bank jugging thing. I mean, I I've always been you know aware because even some like the Bank of America, which we don't bank at anymore. Uh, when they closed the one over near EC Glass, the only thing open was the the uh, the ATM. Right. So there's three or four cars in line right there. Mm-hmm. Who you know who's to, you even have to be aware because you don't know the person in the car behind you. I mean, you have to be just so so careful. Yeah, you I do. I mean, it's uh, it's for real people. And and uh, Marco talks about it all the time. Just we have to live in a state of situational awareness. Right. It's just that's the way it is. Well, you should do that anyway. Right. And the other thing is when you do that, especially if you have children, then you're modeling it for your children. Yes. And it becomes their natural. Kind of their go to second nature. That's that's just the way they're going to be. So, yeah. Keep that in mind. All right. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on the Morning Jam. Give her five minutes, and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They're on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and keeping their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. And uh, they're getting you ready for fall over there. 
do sign up to be a VIP customer because when you do, you're going to save even more money off of your grocery list. Today, I'm giving you a recipe for fall. A lot of people are having some uh, gatherings as temperatures are getting cooler and it's uh, nice to get together. You can start having bonfires and things like that. Uh, This recipe is for apple pie for a crowd. It's basically an apple pie bar. is what it is Uh, you're going to prepare a 9 by 13 inch pan Uh, you're going to grease it and flour it lightly the bottom and the sides now i like to use a um, like a metal pan for this Mm -hmm. you're going to put two cups of flour into a large bowl add in some salt and mix it together cut in some shortening until it forms crumbles add your water and your lemon juice and that's going to make your dough Uh, cut the dough into two pieces and uh, you're going to roll it out on a floured surface till it fits into that 9 by 13 inch pan. And you're going to want it to go up the sides a little bit. Uh, you can add any trimmings that you have to the dough that you have left over for your topper. Uh, you're going to layer your uh, Granny Smith apples. Now, I like to use Granny Smith and a mixture of that and some Golden Delicious apples they just are you get that tart and that sweet Mm -hmm. mixed together so i do like to mix those up a little bit layer them alternately evenly over the entire surface of the pastry sprinkle it with your sugar and uh, i like to put in a little uh, cinnamon on top of that and nutmeg and a little bit of salt and then you're going to roll out the remainder of the dough and you don't even have to to pinch the edges of the dough just cover the apples to the edge with the dough and uh, then put a couple of, uh, of cuts in the top so it can vent. And then you're going to bake it in a preheated oven for about 40 minutes. And then you can drizzle icing at the end nice. and cut it into bars. And it's just it, it's just like a little, a nice bite. It's not mm-hmm. like a big giant slice right. of, uh, of pie. And it's great for a crowd. So if you want to check that out, we're going to have it on our Facebook page. And uh, maybe you can whip that up this fall. It'll make everybody who uh, has one very, very happy. Check it out by going to Facebook, type in Janet's Five and Dine. You'll find this recipe and all the recipes we share brought to you by F&L Market, where their meats are cut above. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at F&L Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. This week at FNL Market, save on fresh Chesapeake oysters, $22 a pint. Cook crabs, $2 each from the Chesapeake. Bottom round roast is $3.98 a pound. Cube steak or beef stew is $4.98 for a family pack. And Jimmy D. Bacon, hickory, or applewood is $3.98 for a 12 ounce pack. Sign up to be a VIP Savings Club member by texting FL Market to 833 605 1804. Stop by FL Market today, 2517 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Their meat is a cut above. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. Six fifty here on the Morning Jam. 
It is Tuesday. It's our Come to the Table Tuesday. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But in the meantime, we have Marty Mischens on the line. He's running for city council. Good morning, Marty. Good morning. How are you, sir? We're doing doing well. Uh, you have across the bottom of this piece of paper you sent us, safer streets, stronger schools, and smarter spending. Let's start with the last one, smarter spending. We did spend some time with Chris Feraldi, just for you to know, and our listeners maybe didn't catch Chris's interview last week, to talk about the uh, the abundance of money that the city seems to have. Well, I mean, taxes are just way too high, right? That's the first thing we need to talk about when we talk about the abundance of money the city has, because that money belongs to the citizens. And it's just ridiculous how high taxes have gotten, and then the abundance of money they've got. You know, we've been talking in just about every candidate forum. I've been bringing this up for quite some time now. In the fiscal year 2021 budget, we had an additional $27 million left over that they didn't plan for. So it was supposed to be 22, and then it ended up being $49 million in the unassigned fund balance, which is what's left over after uh, revenue and expenditures, right? Well, this last fiscal year, 2022, now they're projected based on the Finance Committee agenda packet that they were supposed to carry over $23 million into fiscal year 2023, which is what we're in right now. But it looks like they carried over $66 million. Mm-hmm. So that's $43 million. I haven't had enough coffee yet this morning, so <laughs> make sure I got that math right. But uh, $43 million, that was completely unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And then in addition to that, it shows that they collected, I think, $16.4 million. You've got the press release in front of you, but $16.4 million in revenue that they didn't plan for, right? Yeah, but they're saying, they're, they say this is one time, and and it's it's a, a, almost like it's an anomaly. Um, you know, what do you say when they, when they say things like that? Well, that's what they said when it happened last year. And now it's happening again this year, and it's bigger. So it's not one time. Right, right. Right? That's what they keep saying. It's one oh, time. I, oh one I know. Time. It's one time. Right. And, and, you know, the year before that, it was over $15 million. But, I mean, that's really, what they... It's, it's been over $10 million since fiscal year 2018. So for the last five years, we've been, we've been overtaxed by at least $10 million. And then we had uh, an increase last year of $5 million. Five million yeah. Again, totally unnecessary. They did not need to take it. They did not need to take it. They didn't need it. Yeah, but they took it anyway. They took it anyway. And if you watch any of the candidate forums, you'll see the Democrats from Lynchburg, the incumbents, they tell you they want to take your taxes. They tell you that the solution to all our problems in Lynchburg is spending more of your money on more bureaucrats and more government services. That's not the answer. Let's talk about safer streets because Janet just had a story uh, and we had one yesterday about people being intimidated and this kind of thing. Somebody with a mask on in Appomattox coming up to cars. Let's talk about safer streets. So, you know, all of that, it all goes together, right? Um, What we need to have is we need to have opportunity for people. And you're not going to get opportunity for people when you have policies that keep business and industry out of the city, right? So when schools aren't listening to parents, right, it all goes together. And we have academics that are just completely and totally subpar in city schools. Business and industry aren't going to want to relocate to the city because they're not going to be able to employ people because they won't want to move into the city and 
raise families in the city because the schools aren't good. Um, same thing with crime, right? When our citizens aren't safe and the crime is on the rise, businesses aren't going to want to move into a dangerous city. And it goes back to taxes. Businesses aren't going to want to move into a city where they're just being taxed too high if they can stay outside of the city line mm-hmm. and, and have more money coming in that they don't have to give back to the government. So it all goes together. So, you know, they've been taking credit for the uh, increased salaries for police officers the, the Democrats have. But what they won't tell you is that they never voted on it, hmm. right? Because the city manager actually did that himself under his own discretion, under his own authority with the funds that he had available. Mm-hmm. There was no council vote on that. So uh, they're going to take credit for that. But really the only thing that they can take credit for is the fact that for probably the better part of a decade, they haven't in proactively invested in anything involving public safety. They are just giving you talking points and sound bites right now before an election in an election year about these historic investments that were made. Because at the end of the day, they have overseen our public safety system crumble. Right. Are there any more forums uh, coming up in the near future? There's, uh, I think that there's one plan at the University of Lynchburg next week, maybe. Um, I know that there's several of us that might not be able to attend. We're all trying to see if we can figure that out. But um, I know that, that the, the, the last one that I know we, the most of us could all attend was Lynchburg Regional Business Alliance and the one that was down in City Hall. So I don't know if we're going to be able to get everybody together to attend this final one. So if people want to find out more about what it is that you stand for, uh, more about your campaign, what's the best place for them to go to get that information? Mischins.com, M-I-S-J-U-N-S, Mischins.com. All right. Uh, and that'll take you there. Marty, thank you so thank much you for so joining much, us guys. this morning. We really appreciate yeah, it. Take care. Be safe out there on the uh, campaign trail and doing the uh, – you know, doing the good work out there. Yeah, early voting has begun in has. Uh, Lynchburg. You've got a lot of cho- choices out there. You do. You need to make sure that you uh, take a look at the candidates closely mm-hmm. and uh, and vote your values accordingly. Yep. Well, a man from Chicago apparently was uh, was visiting Florida. Yeah. And decided that he was just going to casually carry a shotgun into huh. a Florida convenience store. Oh, and rob it or just say, hey, look at my nice new shotgun? Well, he. this is how the story goes. He uh, he casually carried a shotgun claiming to be from Chicago. Right. Walked into a Florida convenience store during an attempted robbery, hmm. but quickly walked out when the clerk displayed his own weapon. <laughs> Rakeem Stephen Tate, 32. Mm-hmm made a bad decision that became a worse decision when he walked into a convenience store on the 9th with a visible shotgun at his side, Mm -hmm. the county sheriff's office said uh, yesterday. He's charged with openly carrying a prohibited weapon and attempted robbery with a firearm. Tate walked around the store for a few seconds before a clerk out of view from the camera in the store is heard talking to him. This according to footage. Mm -hmm. The clerk apparently noticed Tate arming himself before he entered the store so he went back to his room to arm himself with his personal weapon sure uh tate said oh i don't mean no harm i'm not from around here he says holding his weapon i got a big expletive expletive gun but i'm not from around here is what i'm saying i'm from chicago bro tate's heard asking the employee what kind of weapon he's holding the employee responds before tate slowly walks out of the store 
He then fumbles for words, resorting to meaningless babble about being from Chicago. The sheriff's office said in a statement, words seem to fail you when your felony attempt (laughs) is thwarted by lawful and righteous force. Right. He was arrested on September 15th uh, in Santa Rosa County, authorities said, adding, you're not in Chicago anymore. You're now under arrest. Absolutely. No turnstile down here. Right. The shotgun he used was uh, also recovered, authorities (laughs) said. Wow. Didn't work out too well for him. Not so much. Apparently in Chicago, you can just, you know, you just roll in with that shotgun and people just roll over and give you whatever you want. Doesn't work that way in Florida. Mm -mm. Thank God. Yeah. So... There you go. Going to try to get my brother, Jim, on the line tomorrow to talk about the impending hurricane. We'll is know he battening down the hatches? I'm sure he is. I haven't talked to him. I talked to my other brother, Doug, who was going out to get gas yesterday. And people were just, the lines were insane. I'm sure. Just trying to get fuel for your car and other things. So, uh, yeah, this Ian is a serious uh, hurricane. We're hoping that it, it gets degraded before it hits tampa going over cuba right now so uh and then making its way a little bit of a touch the keys you'll hear about it all at the top of the hour here with cbs and then bill trefiro will have our local news on the virginia talk radio network